sister. Hello, sister. Welcome back to The Late I Think of Rosewood. I'm Haley. And I'm Morgan. Today, full disclosure, we <laughs> have recorded this episode before and we lost that audio. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a rite of passage for podcasting. Yeah, exactly. Every podcast I've ever listened to at least once has <laughs> lost the audio and had to re-record. We've made it. Yep. 12 episodes in. 10? 11? I don't know where we're this at. This will be episode 12. Yeah. We've made it. Before we, I guess, jump into this conversation that we've already had, I think my, like, poor memory is going to help us here. Yeah, I, we only, we recorded this just a few days ago, and I have kind of forgotten a lot of what we talked about, so hopefully we find our way there naturally again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But before we do that, a little CTA call to action review the podcast listen to the podcast yeah hopefully if you're listening to this right now you... listen to the other episodes yeah if you haven't listened to some of them um yeah you can send us an email at of late rosewood at gmail.com thank you morgan has to say that because i always forget also you can follow us on tiktok and on instagram we're somehow worse at tiktok than we are at podcasting, I think. Yeah. It's just a, such an extra task. It, it it really is. And making TikToks takes time for my dumb little old brain. We're too old. It's so much work. I, I don't know why. Like, none of it just, it doesn't feel like it takes, I don't know. It's, it, the, it's so much work for a minute long thing, Max. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and anyways, like we're TikTok- on there. <laughs> I feel like TikTok, in order for your content to get, like, pushed onto the free page, I feel like you have to post really regularly. Yeah, and I just can't be held to that. Yeah, which then means all the effort to, that goes into creating one TikTok, it doesn't get seen that much because we're not posting enough of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, you know, when influencers say influencing is hard, maybe they're right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, okay. Or maybe it's just that we're doing normal nine to five jobs and yeah. also this. If I was only doing this. Yeah. Be a lot easier. Yeah. Like I, I spent a lot more time editing and stuff when I wasn't working. Yeah. The first few months. I miss being unemployed. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Anyways, um, today we are talking about the Hastings and the De Laurentiis family, yeah. a real Montague and Capulet situation going on but somehow even crazier so much crazier shakespeare wishes oh shakespeare wishes that he came up with this yeah so today we're gonna try and like talk through what's going on with these two families they're interconnected in so many different ways how are they connected there's some like yeah we'll go through like a family timeline and we'll link those in the description as well but to start with, I have a game, and Haley has played this game already because, because <laughs> we again, did record we this did already. Record this already. But I think that it will still be a challenge, which I think is a testament to how difficult this is. And the game is family tree trivia. I'm going to give you two characters, mm-hmm. and you are going to tell me how they are related. Mm-hmm. So, first up, Jason and Cece. How are they related? I think they are cousins. They are cousins, genetically. Half-siblings. Yes. Uh, Spencer and Charlotte? Half-sisters. Yes, they are half-sisters. Mary Drake and Jason? Um, Mary Drake 
is Jason's aunt. Yes. Alex Drake and Allison De Laurentiis. Maybe I am remembering this better. Yeah, you're doing your your <laughs> response time better. is much better. When we did this the first time, it, it was a long pause. Yeah. Because Which I guess we would have edited out anyways, probably. Yeah. Well, and also, I really struggle with familial relationships and what most, they're called. And what they're called. Yeah. I mean, these are most of these are like pretty basic, but yeah. don't ever but ask also, me what a first and yeah. second cousin are removed. When we get to the removed part of that, I have no idea. Yeah. It, these are basic in terms of like the terminology. But no, but yeah, the, not in their complexity. It's very complex. So Alex Drake and Allison De Laurentiis. I believe they are cousins. Mm hmm. Genetic half-sisters? Yes. And Veronica and Alex Drake. Unrelated biologically. Okay, but they are related in a sense, which is... This is the one you really oh, struggled with last time. Oh my god, you're right, time. you're right. <laughs> which Veronica is... and Alex Drake. Veronica When your dad has a wife step, that's not your mom. Stepmom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I remember this now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last time we did this, Haley forgot for quite a while forgot that stepmoms, stepmoms existed. existed. <laughs> she her clue was when your dad has a wife that's not your mom, and I I <laughs> drew a complete blank. <laughs> Melissa and Jason? Half siblings? Yes, half siblings on their father's side. And most of this is on the father's side. Most of it. Well, no, a lot of this is on the mom's side, true, too. That's true. That's true. You're right. Uh, Melissa and Cece. Unrelated. Unrelated. Yes. That's weird. Yeah. Because, like, they're not but stepsisters. But they are related. In, in like, a traditional family sense, they would be stepsisters, right? If, the, if, if we had sort of normal relationships and marriages mm -hmm. happening, they would be stepsisters that yeah. is not what's happened therefore they're nothing yeah they have not been really. on a boat together though yes they have <laughs> that's some sort of relationship <laughs> so yeah that's our that's our you did much better this time uh yeah which, honestly Damn. thank god i think we would have <laughs> if you hadn't we might have needed to do a doctor like set up a doctor's appointment for you <laughs> yeah that's that's An true evaluation might have been needed <laughs> yeah because it's been like four days yeah Okay, so now that we've done that little game, let's break down the family tree. It's complex. We've just done, like, the core. Well, I don't want to say core because somehow the most upsetting thing about this family tree is that Pastor Ted is on it. <laughs> and I don't know that we can say he's core, but, like, we've not included Aunt Carol or, right. like, obviously, presumably, all of the parents also have parents. We haven't gone back that far. <laughs> and no. we also haven't included Allison's children. No. Although, although, I mean, obviously, genetically, they're not related to all these people. Allison does still think of them as her children. Yeah. But she also did leave them and move across the country. Who knows? And it's unclear how much contact she has with them. Oh, we see, like, in The Perfectionist, we do see, like, one FaceTime. Yeah. I don't know. One FaceTime does not a mom make. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure Allison is still their mother. Apologies to all of the Emerson shippers who love that so much. Uh, oh. <laughs> we'll be so 
infuriated by my suggestion that maybe she's not their mom. We don't yeah. know. We don't know what their current situation in 2023 is. Because they don't exist. <laughs> I don't understand what you mean. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, with let's go oldest oh, to youngest. Through, like, yeah, well, real quick, just this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Ancestry.com. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Um, no, we, but, we do not have sponsors. No, and honestly, I don't I ever would, want. I them. don't ever want one. I don't want to be holding to a sponsor. Yeah, and listen, which is this is like the way that you think about what you would do if you won the lottery. Yeah, but you you don't even play the lottery. Like we're never going to get approached by sponsors. No, our stance of we don't want sponsors. It's not. It's not a particularly principled stance because it's so hypothetical. Um, mine is a principled stance because when I listen to podcasts, guys, podcasts are out of control with ads these days. No, but I'm saying it's not a principled stance because it so clearly is never going to happen. You're right. (laughs) It's easy to take a moral high ground that you know you'll never have to to defend. And you know what, though? I actually don't think I I have. I don't think it's that principled stance either because if somebody approached me and offered me money, yeah, probably would. Yeah. <laughs> but I do love to take a moral high ground I know I'll never have to defend. Exactly. Let's go through these siblings, I think, siblings, cousins, and whatnot, uh, from oldest to youngest. Okay. And talk about their uh, parentage and how they're related to each mm-hmm. other. Uh, so you're probably going to want a visual for this, and that is linked in the description. So, of course, the oldest child is Charlotte. AKA Cece. Yes. Uh, and Charlotte is the child of Mary Drake and Pastor Ted. Yeah. I think one of the things that's, before we get to the baffling decision to make Pastor Ted her father. Yeah. Um, I think it is interesting that when we, we, we don't learn of her parentage until the five years forward, her true parentage. Yeah. And when we, first understand that she is related that who she is mm-hmm. we do think that she is actually veronica and ken's bio- god damn it we did this so much before too <laughs> something about the names veronica and jessica they're the same to me are identical despite having not really like no. similar sounds no the ka it's, at the end i guess and maybe it's like similar civil syllables yeah like, i think they have similar like I but think they're they both feel similar. interchangeable to me and and yeah anyways we we do think when we first meet kind of charlotte we do think that she is biological and we're told that she is biologically jessica, jessica and ken's, ken's child yeah. Yeah, it's it, it is interesting the sort of journey that we go on in terms of like who we think Cece is mm-hmm. because we also so obviously we start out thinking that Cece is unrelated, right? Mm-hmm. Then we think, oh, she's Allison's sister. She's the daughter of Jessica and Ken. Then we're like, no, she's actually Mary Drake's daughter. She's actually Allison's cousin. Mm-hmm. Then we find yeah. out about Spencer's parents. We're like, she's actually Spencer's sister. Yeah. It's a wild ride we go on. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the choice to have Ted be her father is weird. It is because I also feel as though when we learn that Ted is so far from my He wasn't. Brain. Yeah. That's the thing is Ted had not been around. 
No. And we're in the five years forward. Ashley and him are not together anymore. He is so irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And we bring him back into relevance. Yeah. It's fascinating. Well, slight relevance. Well, but like, uh, yeah. I don't understand. Were people clamoring to know who Charlotte's dad was? I don't know. Because I don't think I was. Yeah. I don't think I cared. Like, I guess they could have made it one of the other dads. But that, I don't feel like you could do that. Like, but I think once you learn that Charlotte is the daughter of Jessica's twin, identical twin, Mm -hmm. I just simply don't care who the father is. Now, if Charlotte were Jessica's daughter biologically yeah i would care yeah i mean except for that i do want to know but everything because, about every one of mary drake's lovers for sure for sure but because mary drake is like a new character that we're meeting yeah we're kind of just i'm i was i'm cool to not mm-hmm. know who everyone yeah. she has slept with it's but you know what i what i think would have been interesting like i think the actual only good like potential reveal of her father mm-hmm. Is if her father is Ken. Yeah, exactly. And that would have added a whole weird dimension to this family tree, too. Mm -hmm. Because it would have meant that Allison was both her cousin and her half-sister. That's fun. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Um, But it also would have meant we would have had to have seen more of Ken. So Unfortunate, yeah. That would be an unfortunate side effect of that. That's Cece. She is the oldest. And then about we're to- about a year younger than her is Jason, mm-hmm. which we actually think they're the same age. I think for a while, and then when they go into the ra- the the network of tunnels in between the walls at Radley, and they find Mary Drake's file, mm-hmm. I think is when we find out that Cece is a year older than we thought she was. Although would that then imply that were we supposed to think that Jason and Cece were basically twins? Well, no, because. They had different moms. No, but when we thought that they had the same mom, we also thought that they were, like, the same age. No, I think we always knew that they were... Did we always know she was older? Yeah, I think we did always know that she was older. Okay. so Because, yeah, I mean, I think they were close in age. Isn't there, like, a term for that? Like, when you have kids, like, really close to one another, and they're... It's like one of those... I don't know. I've never heard a term something for that. twins. So Jason is a year younger than Cece. Jason is the son of Jessica De Laurentiis and Peter Hastings in their infamous affair that they had, making Jason Cece's cousin, but genetically half siblings mm-hmm. because their moms are identical twins. Yeah, I looked it up. Yeah, it is a term. Oh, what is it? Irish twins. Interesting. And it it's when one mother has that two... sounds like that comes from an offensive state. When, well, when one mother has two children who were born 12 months or less apart. Interesting. Uh, and it originated in the 1800s as a way to poke fun at Irish Catholic immigrant families who For didn't having... have access to birth control. Yeah. Shocked. Shocked <laughs> that it was it's an insult. <laughs> who would have seen that coming? Um... <laughs> Uh, so that's Jason. They are cousins. Next up in line is Melissa. Melissa. I'm sorry. What was birth control in the 1800s? They had lambskin condoms. I think they did. You're right. Yeah. And, you know, the pull-out method has always existed. 
<laughs> but Irish Irish immigrants didn't have access they didn't to have that. access to that. And they didn't have access to calendars, so they couldn't do the calendar method. You're right, you're right. Um so after Jason is Melissa. And I we're supposed to believe Melissa and Jason I think are quite close in age. And now they're they are sort of Irish twins <laughs> in the sense that they have the same dad and I think yeah. he has yeah, uh, they were born, I think, within a year of each what's other, the, for sure. What's like the opposite of the Irish Irish twins, but the same dad, different Pater- mothers, paternal Irish twins? I don't know. Yeah, here I, I'm making up this terminology right now. Maternal Irish twins, paternal Irish twins, full Irish twins. Wait, what are full? Just actual <laughs> the same parents? Yeah, they're just twins, like literal twins. No, Irish twins, like you just established. Yeah, but Irish twins have the same mother. So what are maternal Irish twins? Have the, They have the same mother, but different dads. Paternal have the same dad, but different mothers. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. okay. I'm following. I'm following. Full Irish twins just have both of the same parents. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Let's so, make sure. I'm so glad that we have not only introduced this insult. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But we've built upon it. Yeah. So Melissa is the daughter of Veronica and Peter Hastings, of course, making her Jason's half-sister on their father's side and nothing to CC, really. Right. And I think also one thing we need to talk about when when we talk about Jason and Melissa is that they did make out. Yeah. No, we should we should mention that. Yeah. Um, never forget. They yeah. certainly well, won't. So did Jason and CC. <laughs> You're right. Do you remember? But thank God they turned out to be cousins. It's a little bit better, I guess. But remember, get genetically half siblings still. But remember how they talk about like it was such an intense summer, and then when Charlotte is giving her whole like monologue in yeah. Game Over Charles, she says like, "Why do you think, you know, why do you think he was so frustrated that whole summer?" Yeah, because he wasn't getting any. And like, but yet we only describe that summer as intense. Yeah, yeah. It, but I do, I do appreciate that they made a point to let us know that they didn't have sex. It is, oh yeah. I mean, you gotta. I it was still ABC Family at that yeah. point, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like that the Game Over Charles episode like went to an exec, and they were like, "Oh, hey guys, didn't didn't these two date?" And they're like, "Yeah." They're like, can we just like maybe make it clear that they didn't have sex? Yeah. Like you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make that That's, explicit. Yeah. <laughs> So that's Melissa. Next up is Spencer, right? Spencer is older than Allison. So Spencer and Alex. Mm-hmm. Spencer, I believe, Spencer was definitely born first. Mm-hmm. Had she not been born first, she would have been yes. <laughs> sold to London or to the UK or wherever. And I don't. Yeah. Some rich British couple. Uh, so Spencer and Ma- not Mary. Spencer and Alex Drake. Yes. Are the children I, yeah. of. Peter Hastings and Mary Drake. Yep. Correct. And they are identical twins, obviously. They are... They're actual identical twins. Yes. No, nothing Irish about it. No, actual identical twins. Although, I don't know, the last name Drake, that, nah, I think that's English. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know the etymology of last names. No. Uh, so, they are half-sisters to Cece slash Charlotte. They are half-siblings on, on the maternal side, and then they are half-siblings with Jason 
and Melissa on the paternal side. Mm-hmm. They're the, they're the most related, I think, to everyone. Yeah. Uh, which makes sense because we really start to center the show around Spencer <laughs> towards yeah. the end. Last but not least, Allison. Allison is Ken's only <laughs> only child. Only child that uh, we know that we know of. We 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 are led to believe that she is Ken's. Yeah, yeah. You never know. We, with, we never with Jessica. It's true. There could absolutely have been some other man we what don't if, know about. What if Bethany Young? Exactly. Yeah. What if Allie and Bethany Young are actually half-sisters. I would love that. That's fun. We never write the fanfic. Yeah, we never meet Mr. Young. No. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, Allison is the daughter of Jessica and Ken DeLaurentis. She is Cece's cousin, genetically half-sibling, and Jason's half-sibling on the mother's side. She is not related to Melissa, and she is cousins, genetically half-siblings, on the mother's side, with Spencer and Alex. And that is the family tree. Super simple. Super simple. If you're looking at the family tree, I've used solid lines to denote uh, marriages and the children which come from those marriages, and then all the bastard children and affairs are dotted lines. <laughs> That's a lot of bastards. <laughs> a lot of them. Most of them. There's only only Melissa Two. and Allison yeah. Yeah. are... Uh, legitimate children. <laughs> yeah, guys. If if your parents were not married, we're not calling you legitimate. We understand this is dated terminology, <laughs> but it's funny in this context. Yes. So, what is the like less? What is the? I'm, how would you, in a less dated and defensive way? Because I'm pretty sure Love Child feels both dated but less offensive. It's true, it's true. It almost feels more dated but less offensive. But also doesn't feel like that describes Spencer and Alex. No. That was not a Love Child situation. No. So now that you've got a sense of the family tree, you're thinking that's a lot of kids to have that are all within probably six years of each other. What happened there? How did we get that many kids in such a short period of time. So now we're going to walk through kind of the, the timeline. Time. Most of this timeline is laid out for us pretty clearly in season two, episode 20, Control A. So if you're curious, if you want the receipts, you can go watch that episode. What we know, the first part of this especially, is from that episode. And this is when Spencer, after having learned about the affair on Truth Up Day and everything, she comes back to the house for, for like the first time and runs into her dad. And this is, like, the first they really talk about it. And she kind of demands to know, like, what happened. And this is the, this this is kind is of the explanation that Peter gives. So Ken and Jessica are living in Rosewood on Willoughby Street. Yeah. And they have an apartment. Yeah. And this is when the affair, Jessica and Peter have their affair. Meanwhile, Veronica is in Boston. We've surmised... Uh, Veronica was getting her law degree at Harvard, mm-hmm. and Ken was getting hi- Peter was getting his law degree. I don't know what it is about Damn. the the deal rentas and the Hastings parents. Their names are so interconnected too. It's just like it's it's just Peter and Ken are the same name. Yeah, the even vibe though they're not. The name is yeah. The vibe Jessica and Veronica exactly. Anyways, Peter is getting his law degree at Hollis. Yeah. 
or he's because they're separated right yeah. that's what peter says he says like we were separated like they they, they were, were together, together not but, separated yeah. in like a relationship yes. sense but in a physical in sense. a physical sense they were doing long distance at the time yeah. and they were unmarried yeah. veronica's getting her law degree at harvard ken's at hollis or a school in philadelphia sure uh he because rosewood is close enough like he could be living in rosewood right. and going into i don't know how they ended up in rosewood i am curious about that like were his parents from rosewood like why are they in rosewood i mean rosewood is a suburb of a major metropolitan yeah. city it just in the feels East like a family so, type air but then again i don't know there's apartment it, buildings and like yeah so maybe not i mean it's a college town <laughs> that's true it's a college town, so like, yeah, there are definitely apartments around. Ken and Jessica were living in you one know, on within <laughs> within Ezra's apartment building. Maybe there's just one, just one apartment. Yeah, building. Byron yeah. and Ella were saying they'd been to a party in that building once. You're right. Yeah, so Ken and Jessica in Rosewood on Willoughby. Veronica's in Boston. Peter is also in Rosewood, and that's when the affair happens. And obviously, Jessica gets pregnant, decides to lie to Ken about it, and. The De Laurentiis move to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Peter and Veronica get married. Right. And at this point, Veronica presumably does not know that Peter cheated on her. Mm-hmm. And in Atlanta is where Ken's mother lives. So I think Maybe presumably, I think they probably moved before Jason was born. But, and I think that Peter and Veronica had to have gotten married quite soon after and gotten pregnant. Immediately. This is a honeymoon yeah. baby. Or, or maybe Melissa was conceived out of wedlock. We don't know. She's a half-bastard. Yeah, half-bastard. <laughs> I thought we were going really hard on the bastard terminology. So, Peter and Veronica get married, and, you know. Is bastard too offensive? I don't think so. I don't think so. I was going to say, <laughs> any best to let us know. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> I think that it's probably a joke. Like, if I were a bastard, I would love to be called a bastard. Yeah. I think it's funny. Yeah. But then again, I'm but not. I'm not so I guess one, I don't so get I to decide if it's yeah. funny. Who's bastard? <laughs> offensive? It is usually considered offensive when used in present day context. But I think since we're talking about fictional characters, it's okay. Well, and I think obviously we're talking we're joking yeah it's also at this point we've used it too much to edit it out and we cannot record a third time (laughs) no 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 so uh, which means i guess we're just gonna go all in on the best (laughs) and i guess listen guys let us know if it is offensive and we will issue a notes app apology yeah (laughs) to our instagram and tiktok yeah uh, maybe that's how we get attention. Maybe we act like there's been some big drama. Ooh. Like we like we've been pseudo canceled. I feel like people have done that before to get oh, attention. Yeah. So Jason is born in Atlanta. I think sh- somewhat shortly thereafter, Melissa is born in Rosewood to the Hastings. Then at some point, while Jessica and Ken are still in Atlanta, Mary Drake tricks Peter into sleeping mm-hmm. with her. And Spencer and Alex are conceived. Yes. And presumably shortly thereafter, Allie is also conceived and then born. I remember now. I remember the realization <laughs> that we had, which is why. Why Mary Drake exactly. did this. And we figured out in this timeline 
I wish that we the could motivation. this. I know. Well, but basically, we believe that the reason Mary Drake tricked Peter is because Jessica stole Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. basically, Jessica somehow got, like, Mary's Mary's rights to her child taken away from her and yeah. wouldn't give the kid back. And so out of vengeance, mm-hmm. Mary pretended to be Jessica, seduced Peter. Because Cece, Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte is, we surmised, about four yeah. when she gets taken in by the De Laurentiis, which is... Three or four. Yeah, which is about the time that Allison would be conceived. Mm-hmm. And therefore, also Spencer and Alex. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So to be, they had they to have adopted they, Charlotte. Yeah. Before she Jason could, could, Jason or her could remember a time right. before. Which is why she has to have been probably like three, three, four. I could see four max. Max. Yeah. the The max age that Charlotte could be when they adopted her is four because. She, she also has no thought, memory. And yeah. she thought that yeah. Jessica and Ken were her parents. Yeah. Four, four is the max that she could have been, which right. means that they definitely adopted Cece before Allie was born, which means that it makes sense that that would be the motivation for Mary to trick Peter and yes. definitely intentionally got pregnant. Uh-huh. She poked a hole in that condom. Yeah. And I think waited until she found out that she was pregnant to you know, immediately call Jessica up and rub mm-hmm. it in her face. Yeah. Because, again, also at this point, this is the father of Jessica's only child. Jessica doesn't have Allison yet. So, like, that was a big fuck you. I wonder how Mary knows about this, though. The affair? Yeah, like, it doesn't seem like something Jessica would tell her. But maybe, or, you know, A-type behavior really runs in the family. So maybe Mary was just kind of stalking Jessica and that's how she knows about it. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. I like that. I think, yeah. Mary Drake was Jessica's A. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte is taken in shortly before when Alex and Spencer would have had to have been conceived. Uh-huh. And it's unclear, like, did Mary Drake have custody of Charlotte and she was taken away from her and Mary yeah. Drake was re-institutionalized? I mean- or... It's possible Mary Jake was instituted because we know Charlotte was born in Radley. Mm-hmm. It's possible that she was still institutionalized, but had been had sort of the hope that when mm-hmm. she got out, that she would get custody of Charlotte again, who presumably was, you know, living in foster care or something. Like foster, in foster care with family somewhere. But then Jessica swoops in, takes her and adopts her. Mm-hmm. And Mary Drake loses this chance like this this hope that she had that she would mm-hmm. be able to get her child back i really just i want to the way that jessica de Laurentiis deserved everything that was coming to her absolutely and Nothing i want mary drake did to jessica could ever could ever be too much <laughs> no and i i want to just know mary drake's whole story i want her <sighs> life story i want her memoirs yes Oh I so so badly like of all of the spinoffs and I think we've talked we'll do an episode I think and talk about various spinoffs that we would love to see of the show that will never happen that is the one mm-hmm. that is the one that I want I want Mary and Jessica 
from 12 exactly to that was exact age that i was early thinking. 20s I yeah think. i was thinking like tweens yeah to their like early mid 20s yeah that's a fascinating so fascinating on this this timeline right so so mary tricks peter spencer and alex are born Allie is also born to ken and jessica in atlanta and uh, sometime prior to this the dealer entices take cc in and when Allie is a year old is when the bathtub incident happens. And and that's when they institutionalize They institutionalize Charlotte, Charlotte at six years old. Mm-hmm. And, and whether that's in Radley or not, we don't really know. Yeah, we don't know for sure. If she was instantly put sent into to Radley. But I think that she but was. But again, further, further like support for Mary doing everything she does to Jessica. Can you imagine? So Mary, in Mary Drake's life, her sister has killed a baby mm-hmm. and then framed mary for it mm-hmm. which led to mary being institutionalized for an undetermined period yeah. of time presumably jessica getting some sort in of radley, conservatorship over in her. radley which is basically a prison yeah and then jessica steals her child mm-hmm. and then institutionalizes that child in the same prison at the age of six it's i at six years old mary should have killed jessica sooner the thing and here's the thing like i will not say that there's never any reason to institutionalize a six-year-old because i don't know all situations and all possibilities right Right. certainly obviously we all agree in this case it was unwarranted definitely but also a six-year-old is not a physical threat right like you can still physically control a six-year-old so like the situation in which you would institutionalize a six-year-old to me would have to be it would have to be so extreme Mm -hmm. right i can't even imagine a situation in which i would institutionalize a six-year-old like i can see right like i i I can sympathize with parents of you know older kids as these kids become like a physical threat and they're just not able to keep themselves and the the other children that they have safe right Mm -hmm. that's a six-year-old Maybe we just don't leave the six-year-old unattended with the baby if we think that she's a threat. Right. And we get her some help, but keep her at home. Like, institutionalizing her is crazy, abhorrent. Yeah, no. Uh, And obviously, like, I think we're, you know, kind of the story we're told is really Ken was a big proponent of it. Obviously, Jessica's not blameless. But, like, Ken, I think, knew that she was trans or just had an inkling that she was different and hated that and like wanted to get rid of her. And also probably at that point, Ken, that Ken has his own son. I mean, he doesn't, but he thinks he does. Yeah. And he has his own daughter. I'd love to know when Ken starts to suspect that Jason isn't his. Same. And I want to, yeah. And like, does he know that it's Peter? Yeah. and, And when does he find out it's Peter? Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. So like at this point, like Ken knows and when, right? And at this point, like Ken has his own kids. Like he knows, obviously, that Charlotte is Mary's, and it's obvious that he just doesn't want to raise her. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and as much as Jessica, do I think that Jessica had some genuine love for Charlotte? Loves a hard. I don't know. She did institutionalize her sex, but like. There, there was like some genuine affection. We'll say, yeah, yes, but I also fully believe that Jessica adopted Charlotte mostly, mostly to despite 
Mary. Yeah, mostly as a mostly as a fuck you to Mary. Yeah. I mean, obviously Jessica is just evil, but what is how is she justifying this in her brain? Cuz I don't think for the most part I think you know, people who do these like evil things like frame people for murder mm-hmm. and steal their children. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine that they're justifying it to themselves somehow. Mm-hmm. How do we think Jessica is justifying her treatment of Mary? I wonder. Like, what happened in their childhood that I, made it this way? I wonder if, at this point, Jessica has convinced herself that Mary did kill that baby. Oh, interesting. Because, and I, I feel like Allison says something at some point about believing your own lies. Mm, mm-hmm. And I can't remember when or exactly what it is she, that she says, but I think that that's kind of Jessica's MO. Yeah. I think Jessica believes her own lies. Yeah. And has had enough time with this lie that I think she maybe, to some extent, has genuinely convinced herself that Mary is as unstable. And I'm sure that, like, Mary has you know, after being institutionalized as a child, has probably exhibited a lot of instability, like Mm -hmm. mental instability since then, that helps reinforce this narrative Jessica's created, despite the fact that Jessica is the one that caused this, right? Right. I I think that she... But when she steals Charlotte from her, Mm -hmm. do we think she has convinced herself at that point? Like, well, she's she's saving Charlotte from this unstable mother. Yeah. I think that Jessica thinks of herself as kind of having it all together, and Charlotte is presumably probably in foster care or something, Mm -hmm. and I I I can kind I I can see how Jessica and her like delusions would convince herself that she is doing the right thing, but also I think just hates her sister. Yeah, mostly that. Uh, so to the timeline though, so Charlotte is sent to Radley at six years old. Peter says. In, in episode 20 of season two, Peter says that the De Laurentiis move back to Rosewood when Spencer is five years old. I had always thought that it was when Jason was five, but listening back to it, it's definitely Spencer. He says, yeah. you were five years old. And that's the first time, the first he, time saw he, he saw Jason. Which means that Cece, for like three years or so at mm-hmm. least, was institutionalized before they came. So if she was institutionalized into Radley, for three years, they didn't. They weren't living in Rosewood, so she probably didn't really get visited by Jessica. Yeah, and, and I guess we can assume that Mary was not at Radley at that point. Yeah, we have to assume that Mary was. She had her out. <laughs> she had yeah. She had her out privileges, or she was like released at that point. Because here's the other thing: is I think once Jessica had her child, once Jessica had Charlotte. I don't think that she's as concerned about keeping Mary Drake in there, mm-hmm. right? Because now she has this other way of controlling her. Totally, she holds access I to forgot. this child. Another terrible thing Jessica did to yes, she stole the child and then told Mary that the child was dead. Yeah, and when Mary was upset and just wanted to understand what had happened, she was like, "Don't make yourself the victim. Charles was my son." Yeah. Not yours. It's crazy. Jessica's a monster. But yeah, that uh, is the Hastings and the De Laurentiis. Yeah. It is a tangled web. Very tangled. A glob of spaghetti. Well, yeah. that's the episode. I think that actually 
it maybe it's a good thing that we lost I the think audio. We're more concise. We're more concise. Well, we're hopefully getting you guys a little bit of a shorter ep after yeah, some like we've had some long, long, ones. long ones. Let us know. Let us know to any Actually, listeners we might have if you prefer this length of episode. Yeah, we I could mean, try we to can't promise anything. Yeah. But again, also to repeat our CTA from the beginning, send us an email. I would love to like hear from literally anybody who has like listened to more than one episode. Yeah. Except for those just because I love who we know <laughs> in real life who listens. I would just love to talk to people about Pretty Little Liars. That's Same. why we have this podcast. I yeah. just love Pretty Little Liars. Well, and also like and Morgan and I have talked to each other about Pretty Little Liars in an insane amount, which uh, definitely comes through on the podcast because there's so <laughs> many times where it's like we have decided, like, we have <laughs> this decided. theory. <laughs> We, we have clearly already talked about this. We have a hive mind when yes. it comes to Pretty Little Lives. But anyways, we want to talk. We need some new, fresh blood. Yeah. Send us your thoughts. Yeah. Honestly, we have no listeners. If you email us, if you would like to guest on this podcast, oh. we would do that. Oh, 100%. For sure. If you have something about Pretty Little Liars that you're like, I just want to be able to talk about this. Yeah honestly we are happy to open that this up as a forum for that same and i'm gonna say something you know we live in a me- major metropolitan city yeah we live in new york yeah. i'd meet you in person yeah yeah if you're if you're in new york yeah <laughs> don't stalk us though <laughs> do <laughs> we we get like our own a we accidentally create our own a situation <laughs> that sounds fun anyways Review, email. We'd love to hear from TikTok, you. TikTok, Instagram. Yep. Share with people. Get a coffee with us. Yeah. Cheerio, sister. Cheerio, sister. There'll be no